0: Welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which uncovers what it really looks like to run a business, show up online and do your own thing. If we haven't been introduced before, hello, my name's Alice, I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know how running a business and being self-employed can very often be a lonely and consuming experience so it's my intention that these episodes bring a bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode I'll be sharing five tips I've discovered to tackle that ever-present event anxiety so if you're ready to face your fears and feel confident walking into a room of people then keep on listening. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 54 of Starting the Conversation and number 3 in this week's Take 5 series. I just wanted to start by saying a huge thank you to Response that yesterday's episode has already received. I've been so excited seeing so many of you taking on those tips, gaining in confidence and putting yourselves out there. If you haven't listened to it yet, yesterday I shared five tips for showing your face, talking to camera and keeping it engaging on Instagram stories. So do go and have a listen after you've tuned in to this episode. And please, please, please keep tagging me on Instagram when you try it out. I absolutely love seeing the impact that this podcast has and to see people trying something new, taking a bit of a risk and putting themselves out there seriously is one of my favourite things. And on the topic of putting yourself out there and trying something new, I feel like today's episode pretty much is just that. Because as you've seen from the title, I'm talking about attending events when you feel a bit anxious, you feel a bit nervous or you maybe just feel a bit daunted about walking into a room full of people you don't know. Now this isn't a topic that I've really explored here on the podcast before but it's one that feels incredibly close to home for me and the more that I speak to other people and attend events the more I realise it's something that so many of us deal with. This episode isn't just for people who quote unquote have anxiety, but just for any of us who, when we think about walking into a room full of people we don't know or attending a business event, we have that little feeling of anxiousness or fear or nerves, or we just feel a bit daunted at the prospect of it. I think it's such a normal thing to feel. And like I said, I've rarely, rarely come across people who don't feel that little bit of uncertainty about attending their first event or just about going to events in general. So to give you a bit of context on my story, since the age of 15, so about five years, I have had diagnosed anxiety and for me my anxiety really revolves around social situations. So anything which involves a big crowd, not knowing where the exits are somewhere, being in a room full of people I don't know, um, being in a venue that I don't know just really triggers me and you can imagine that attending a business event where I don't know people Pretty much captures all of those triggers in one. So, really, this episode is quite monumental for me because it's been a lot of years in the making getting to a place where I not only feel comfortable attending events, but feel like I can pass on a few things that I've learned to hopefully help anyone who's in the same position. I want to just tell you here that it's not been an overnight thing for me. I didn't just wake up one day, decide I was going to get over it, strolled into an event, and immediately felt okay. No, it's probably taken me about four years to gain the confidence to turn up to events and hey, it's something that I still feel a bit anxious about. I think it would be unrealistic for me to expect that my anxiety at walking into a room full of people I don't know is ever going to go away because if anything, I think that little bit of fear or uncertainty is quite normal. What I more want to share in this episode is what it's looked like for me to overcome that anxiety and to live alongside it. Whilst jumping in the deep end and ripping the plaster off might work for some people, I know that particularly if you... Can relate to feeling anxious a lot of the time, doing that just is so overwhelming. My anxiety used to impact me so much that, about four years ago, I couldn't even go into London. The thought of being in a city, being surrounded by people, navigating the tube system, not knowing where I was, was just so overwhelming to me. And it's not like I've gone from that to where I am now overnight. It's taken so many small baby steps, so many setbacks, so many just picking myself up and trying again to get to where I am now. And for me, the kind of last piece of the puzzle in terms of overcoming that social anxiety was attending an event. And last year I attended my first ever business event, which I'm gonna put in bunny ears there because it doesn't feel like a business event most of the times, but you know what I mean, the kind of events where you maybe don't know anyone who's going, but you've seen it on Instagram and you think it looks really cool. It was kind of the final step for me overcoming that anxiety and learning to live alongside it. And I have to say, it's one of the best decisions I ever made. I now absolutely love connecting with people in real life. I think as fantastic as social media is, in a way what it does is makes it so easy to connect online that when it comes to connecting in person, the fact that we can't hide behind a screen or a message or a profile probably just adds another layer of anxiety and to what we're doing but as I said now I absolutely love going to events and connecting with people in person I promise you is just so much better than connecting with them on instagram or by email or phone it's one of the best decisions I ever made but like I said it's not been a linear path it's taken time it's probably taken five or six events to even get to the place where I feel somewhat confident walking in on my own so I'm going to share with you here five of my learning curves or I guess almost coping techniques that have helped me on this journey and it's a journey like I said I'm still on so any thoughts that you have anything you think that might help me share away and I'll be sure to share it over on Instagram but let's get into the episode the first tip that I would have for you is to know that you're allowed to feel whatever you feel whether for you you would use the language of feeling anxious whether you'd say you're nervous whether you'd say you're daunted whatever that language would be you're allowed to feel that. I think anxiety in whatever form it's in, one of the kind of byproducts of it is that you feel dramatic or wrong for feeling it. Very often I'll feel anxious about something and it feels such an irrational fear. For example, there might be a fire and maybe everyone runs to the door before I get to get there and then I burn alive. (laughs) That is quite an irrational fear because the likelihood of that happening is pretty small. So often sometimes when I feel that anxiety, my first instinct is to say to myself, You're silly for feeling that, you're wrong for feeling that, and then immediately I just don't feel like I'm in a place to actually deal with it. So for me, my first tip for you, if you haven't already, is just to acknowledge that you feel that way. Acknowledge what it is that's making you feel that way. And I think admitting it to yourself is the first step, but there's also something really powerful about admitting it to the people around you. So if you're going to an event in a group, talk to someone in that group that you really trust and tell them how you feel. Or if you're going to an event alone, maybe give a friend or a family member a heads up so that they can be on hand if you need to give them a ring and a panic or send them an anxious text. For me, this is a great place to start is just to give yourself permission to feel whatever you feel, acknowledge it within yourself and then have a conversation with someone else about it. And I think if you speak to someone that you trust, the likelihood is they'll probably tell you that they often feel the same way and you're not ridiculous for feeling nervous about that thing And hopefully having spoken about it might make it feel a bit more manageable and like something that you can actually deal with. My second tip for you is to choose the right event. And this might sound like a bit of an odd tip, but with so many events out there, I think it's really important to pick the one that's right for you. I think it's so fantastic how many options there are. The reality is if I wanted to, I could probably be at an event every single day, Monday to Friday, because there's just so much out there. And one of the reasons that there's so much out there is because there's different events for different kinds of people. So I would just encourage you before throwing yourself in the deep end and booking onto the first event you see on Instagram, be intentional about picking one that feels like the right fit for you. Pick one where you really resonate with the founder. I can promise you that if someone's a good event organizer, their event will really reflect them and the way that they make you feel and the way that they comfort you. Have a look at the events that maybe your friends or just people that you follow on Instagram are going to. There are so many fantastic events out there which are really built for people who might feel a bit nervous or might just want to meet other people in a setting that feels comfortable. I've talked about them before, but seriously, one of my favorite events are the Midweek Mingles by my friend Fee, who is the founder of She Can, She Did. And I just love the way that Fee set these events up. It was actually the first ever business event I went to was Fee's Midweek Mingle in London last year. And it's just set up in the best way. There's a panel so you can take a seat, chill out. You don't have to feel like you need to talk to anyone just listen to some great stories and then afterwards there's a set time for mingling with other people you get gin and tonics to help calm your nerves and I can promise you Picking an event that has a format that feels comfortable to you is going to make such a difference. I'm quite intentional about the events that I go to because like I said, I could be at an event every single day because there's just so much out there. So I would encourage you to really value quality over quantity with them. So do your research, check out the people who are going, check out if some people that you vaguely know are also going because that will make a difference. And ensure that it's an event that you'll feel comfortable at. If one of the things that makes you anxious or nervous is not knowing the venue, perhaps try and pick an event that's at a venue that you already know, or go and check it out beforehand so that you can just set yourself up for success in the best way possible. I think very often we can do a lot to help ourselves. And to me, this is one of the best ways to do it. Pick the right event, pick one that feels a good fit for you. And I promise it's one of the best decisions you'll make. And this is a bit of a mini promo here because it's such an incredible thing to say for me, but I've actually been chosen as one of the panelists for one of Feed upcoming events in Manchester so I will be sure to link all of the details of her different events, she's got one in London one in Manchester and one in Bristol over the next month or so so if you're listening to this in the future this is very relevant to you but I will link those in the show notes, I will be at every single one of them because that's how much I love those events so if you want a friendly face, tell me that you're coming, I'll say hi, I can walk in with you, whatever's going to help but I would love to see you at all of those, particularly Manchester because if you're not already bored of my voice you can hear more of it but on to Tip number three, which would be my biggest one, particularly if you feel really daunted at the thought of not knowing anyone, is to find a friend beforehand and know that you're not alone. This is honestly my biggest tip and something that now, even though I feel like my anxiety is quite manageable, I still find myself doing. When I first put my ticket to that Midweek Mingle event last year, I put something up on my Instagram stories saying, I'm going to this event. Is anyone else going? I'd love to see someone there. And thankfully, someone that I vaguely knew and had worked with a couple of times replied back and I sent a very awkward feeling, hello, please can we meet outside message? And thankfully, because people are lovely, she said, of course, I will meet you outside. Don't worry if you feel anxious, we can head in together. And it's funny how many times I feel really daunted sending those messages, but every single time I have, someone has always been so gracious and so kind. So if you maybe know someone who's already going, whether you know them vaguely or whether you know them quite well, just send them that little message and say, hey, I feel a bit anxious or I feel a bit nervous or I would just prefer to go in with someone else. Could we meet outside? Could we get a drink beforehand? I'd love to be with you. And nine times out of 10, you'll probably find that they'll reply saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. I was feeling a bit nervous too. I didn't wanna say anything. So be the person to make the move. Find someone that you vaguely know or know well who is also going and connect with them. If you don't know anyone that's going, put out a tweet, tag the person that's organizing the event, and nine times out of 10, they'll retweet it or connect with someone else, and I promise you'll be really glad that you took that little scary step to do something brave. Sometimes I'll post in a Facebook group that I'm in if I know that a few people in there are going, and I'll say, hey, let's all grab drinks beforehand. And not only are you helping yourself, but you're helping other people as well, because you're speaking up for those that maybe feel more nervous than you and don't feel the confidence to reach out. So if possible, find someone to head in with. It will make all the difference. If you can't meet someone beforehand, if you literally know no one that's going, or your friend bails on you last minute, I can promise you that so many people inside that event are in the exact same position as you. Now that I feel a little bit more confident going to events, I often find myself being a bit of a matchmaker. I'll try and find two people that look like they're on their own, whether they're scrolling through their phone or just looking around nervously and say, hey, you two are both alone. You should chat to each other. Obviously, I do it in a less awkward and stage way than that. But I can promise you that so many people in that room are feeling the same way as you. And they'll be so glad for you to make the first move. So have a look around. Figure out if there's anyone else that looks on their own. And hey, if you're just feeling really brave, just say for the next 10 seconds, I'm going to be really brave and just walk up to a couple of girls or a couple of guys, whatever kind of events you go to and say, hey, I'm on my own. Do you mind if I chat to you? And in my experience, people have always been so kind and so gracious. And I know that that is so much easier said than done. Take it from someone who at their first event literally left the second the panel was over and couldn't bear any of the mingling. But the more you do it, it's like a muscle. You're gonna get better at it. You're gonna gain confidence and then you're gonna gain evidence. Because if you've gone to a few and you've noticed that a few other people are on their own and people are really friendly, then when you feel confident to ask someone if they're on their own and if they wanna chat, you've already got that knowing in your head of like, okay, well, it went okay the last time, so it's probably gonna go okay this time. And the more you do it, the better it's gonna feel. My fourth tip for you is to give yourself little goals. Slow and steady definitely wins the race when it comes to overcoming feelings of anxiety and fear. Like I said, for me, it was in no way an overnight thing. I didn't just go from not even be able to step on a tube to now being able to walk into events on my own. That's been three or four years in the making and a whole lot of baby steps along the way. I think if anything, pushing yourself too far is a risk because if you have a negative experience, it can then completely put you off. So I would be kind and gentle with yourself and just take it step by step. Like I said, when I first went to that midweek mingle last year, my only goal was to turn up. And i did that and then the second the panel was over and my friend that i'd come with left i left too i didn't push myself too far because i knew that if i'd given myself space to feel more and more anxious i probably would have just been really overwhelmed had a bad experience and not ever wanted to do it again so i gave myself baby steps i said to myself okay well every event i'll just do another little thing so that first one i just turned up and then maybe the second one i encouraged myself to talk to someone new And then maybe the third one, I said hello to one of the speakers or to the person that ran the event. And then, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, I kept taking these small steps to a place where now I do feel confident turning up to an event on my own and walking up to people that I don't know and sparking a conversation. But I just want to say and reiterate one more time, it's not overnight. Be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, set yourself baby steps along the way. You're going to be so grateful that you took the slow route because you're not only going to give yourself space to really deal with every single kind of buffer that you need, but you're also going to do it in a way that's gentle to yourself and doesn't feel really overwhelming. Which brings me on nicely to my fifth tip, which is to celebrate yourself. Overcoming anything that feels scary to you is such an achievement. Whether it's talking on your Instagram stories, pitching to a client, sending a scary email, turning up to an event, anything that you do where you think, well, I didn't feel like I naturally wanted to do that, but I pushed through it, is something that you should celebrate. So even if you've just taken a tiny baby step of walking into a room, staying there for 10 minutes, and then having to leave... That is something to celebrate. Give yourself a little pat on the back buy yourself a little gift, clap yourself, get yourself a drink, whatever way you want to celebrate yourself, do that. I think it's very easy to look at where other people are at and assume that no one else is feeling or overcoming what you're experiencing but I can promise you if they're not feeling it already they will have felt it and overcome it in the past. We're all at different stages when it comes to growing in confidence and overcoming the things that make us feel a bit nervous and anxious so just encourage yourself, be kind to yourself and celebrate the small steps that you are making because I promise at some point you're gonna look back and think oh my gosh as if i now feel confident doing this thing that two years ago i would have never done it genuinely feels foreign to me when i think about the girl that couldn't go into london because she cried and shook whenever she got into a tube but I now just navigate London like it's, you know, not like it's the back of my hand. I'm awful at the tubes, but (laughs) that's not changed. But I do, and I don't feel any sense of anxiety before I go, which when I look back, I'm like, wow, that's been a real journey. But I can promise you that every day within that journey just felt like really minuscule, tiny steps. There were setbacks. There were days when I just had to give up because it was too much. But looking back, I've really celebrated what's happened. So there's my five tips for you. Let's just give a recap. So number one is give yourself permission to feel what you feel tell yourself and tell someone around you. Number two, choose the right event. Be intentional about picking an event that's gonna be the right fit for you and is gonna make you most comfortable. Number three would be to find a friend beforehand. And if you can't, know that you're not alone and be encouraged that there's gonna be so many people in the room in the same position as you. Number four, give yourself little girls, Overcome one thing at a time and be kind to yourself. And number five, celebrate yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back when you've overcome something, even if it's a baby step. Because every single step, as long as it's in the right direction, is taking you somewhere. That was very cheesy and almost felt like a TED talk. But I hope you found these tips helpful. As I said in the episode, I'm speaking at the Midweek Mingle event in Manchester. So I'd love to see some of you there. I do bang on about these events all the time. I promise it's not because fee forces me to or because I'm paid to do it. I genuinely just love these events. And they're probably the biggest reason that I've been able to overcome my anxiety when it comes to in-person networking connecting whatever you want to call it so i'll link all of those in the show notes and do tell me if you're going to be at the london bristol or manchester one i will give you my phone number we can meet beforehand we can walk in together i promise i'm with you i'm celebrating you and there's nothing more encouraging than knowing that my experiences are providing something that's helpful and productive for other people so please do let me know if there's any other tips that you'd have let me know if there's anything in this episode that's really helped you i would absolutely love to hear from from you but thank you so much for tuning in today I hope you're enjoying these week of take five episodes do come and give me your feedback over on Instagram you can connect with me at alice underscore benham let me know if you're tuning in let me know which has been your favorite one so far there's two more left I'll be back tomorrow with an episode sharing five things to do if you have no clients an episode I'm so excited to share because I know that I would have benefited from hearing it so many times and it's a topic we don't talk about enough so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on that and I will speak to you tomorrow.